Hello and welcome to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. I am your host, Adam Caster, and I'm here with my co-host, Ed Birdsall. And oh my God, Mr. Birdsall, it is the day, the big day. Everything that we've talked about has led up to this point. This is our Adam fantasy has. draft. Yeah. It really has. This is, uh, this is the final exam. Yeah. All of our... All of our study sessions, all of our uh, all of our group studying, has uh, led to this moment. We are ready to do our uh, our live draft. Unfortunately, there are no mariachi bands. Unfortunately, there are no maracas. I tried to get the mariachi bands here, but because of social distancing and quarantining and all of that, uh, they unfortunately could not make it tonight. So uh, apologies for that. But in any regard, it's time. It is time to draft, baby. We got about 14 minutes or so, so we're going to hit on some news and notes. Then we're going to you know, set this draft up. And uh, then in around 14 minutes, we'll, uh, we'll get this going. Yep, exactly. So the big piece of news and notes happened overnight, and it has to do with the Minnesota Vikings and probably, one of the, probably the best pass rusher on the market, Yannick Ngakwe has been traded from the Jacksonville Jaguars to the Minnesota Vikings, giving the Vikings probably the greatest front seven in the NFL, the best front seven in the NFL, with Daniel Hunter and Yannick Ngakwe. And that compensation was a 2021 second-round pick and a 2022 fifth-round pick, conditional fifth-round pick, that could turn into a third if uh, certain conditions are met, like the Vikings winning the Super Bowl, that was the, that was a major one. So, I mean, when you have Yannick, Yannick Ngakwe, it gives the uh, the Vikings a better chance to have to give up a third round pick in 2022, because really that defense is scary. Um, the only, I mean, the offense looks great as well. You know, you have Kirk Cousins there, who is kind of mad, but you have Dalvin Cook. And Adam Thielen still there. Great first name. Great first name. Phenomenal first name. But this just makes the Vikings team better. And I, for the for how little leverage the Jaguars had in this situation, I do like the haul that they got, like the compensation that they got. Just because this is not like a Jamal Adams situation where um you where the team still had some control, a couple years of control. The, this is like either like this is a player who is refusing to play for your team, and so teams knew teams knew that, and they used that to their advantage. And I do like this trade from the perspective of the of the Vikings. I mean, for the Jaguars, you don't want to trade away a defensive piece, but if he's not playing for your team, then you might as well not even bother uh, considering him on your team. I think this was an absolute haul for the Jaguars. I really do. This is a second and a conditional fifth that can turn into a third for a guy that you knew was not going to play for your football team ever again. And, you know, for the Jaguars, a team that, clearly is rebuilding this is an absolute haul for them and Yannick Ngakwe took around six million dollars less to play in Minnesota to make it work with the cap 
instead of staying in Jacksonville. He would have made $18 million in that area if he stayed in Jacksonville, signed his tender, and played there. He signed a one-year $12 million deal with the Minnesota Vikings. So he's taking, again, $6 million less to play in Minnesota on a team that you would expect to be contending, at least for the NFC North. And he's going to do that. And he's like you said, Adam, he's playing with Daniil Hunter. He's playing with Linval Joseph. I mean, that's a pretty solid defensive line as it is. Then you talk about the linebackers, Anthony Barr, and you look at Harrison Smith there as well. This is a really, really good Vikings defense with questions in the secondary, sure, but at least their front seven, like you said, Adam, it's going to be very, very formidable. Yeah, well, I think to uh, to tie this into what's going on tonight, I think the Vikings defense is probably going to go go pretty high with it just because of the recency bias of this trade where people are going to expect a lot from the Vikings defense from a fantasy, from a fantasy perspective uh, with all the sacks that are going to be coming with Daniel Hunter and Yannick Ngakwe. I mean, do you think so? Would you, would you agree on that? I would agree. Yeah, I think I would. I don't want to say overdrafted, but I think people are going to be pretty high on them just because of what, uh, of what happened. It, yeah. I mean, I mean, the hype will most certainly be there, but I mean, I think at the end of the day, you know, people, especially if you're a more novice fantasy player, is going to go off of what the rankings really tell you. And from what I have seen, the Vikings defense is still relatively ranked pretty low. So they're ranked. Oh, wow. Yeah, actually. They're ranked. Let's see. It's like around 10. So as far as ESPN is concerned, because that's where we're drafting, I'm just checking the rankings right now. It's 178th overall. But I mean Yeah, it's it's probably it's probably the, the lower half of, of the defenses. Yeah. Actually the defenses you have the Steelers, the Bills, 49ers, Ravens, Patriots, Colts, Broncos, Bears, Saints, and then Vikings. Okay. So you have that. And then actually two spots after the Vikings are the Chargers, who got a bit of a blow to their defense. And safety Derwin James had a bit of a meniscus issue, I guess is what they're calling it. Uh, you never you never want to see this happen with a promising young player in, in the NFL having an issue with their knees, especially somebody who plays in the secondary who and a position like safety where you where you're running a lot, hitting a lot, you don't want to have any issues with your knees. So was there any, I mean, was there any like updates on that? Like any, they said he was going to miss, Derwin James was going to miss a couple weeks. Uh, yeah. So, so, so really the, the only update that we've gotten so far is that it can either be a week to week injury where the meniscus just sort of heals on its own, or it is a monthly sort of absence for Derwin James. If in fact he has to have surgery on that meniscus. So of course, Best wishes to Derwin James, and hopefully he will make a quick and speedy recovery. Yes, indeed. All right, we have about six minutes and 30 seconds until the first pick in our fantasy draft. So let's set the scene here. 
my team is picking name pending is picking <laughs> is picking third in this draft and bird's team which i think are you sticking with your name america's fantasy team yeah i think so i think i'll stick with it is picking fourth overall i like to change my name this is actually a good time to talk about this just because it's fun because we never we never get to talk about this regardless but i i like to change my uh, team name every year i'm one of those guys that like likes to base it around around player around players you know like the old punny fantasy football team name uh my team name last year was bend it like odo beckham so that's kind of how you know where i am very at this punny. point very, very punny. punny yeah <laughs> so what's your foot do you have a philosophy on uh fantasy football team names no <laughs> i could i could care less figured I'm, I'm only more. I'm only more interested in in winning championships. I really. I I, I, I think. I think anybody who. Uh, no offense, Adam. Who, I know. I'm uh, just trying to kids with you here. Who spends time worrying about their uh, their their team names for fantasy? Clearly, is not does not have their head in the right space. It's only five minutes. Trying trying to pick players in which you can make clever little puns with. Come on, what are we in second grade? No, you just you just take what you what you have. Right, right, right. If something works, then it works. Right, sure. Only in my first fantasy league but did I do that. Where mm-hmm. I picked Aaron Rodgers in the first round. Of course. Because I wanted to name my team Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. That's very cute, Adam. I gotta yeah. say. But that but now I don't. That's very, very cute. But uh, is there any any thoughts that you have about this fantasy draft? I mean, this is this is exciting. This is the this is like the bar exam for us. I I, I guess you can call it that. Um, I mean, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how this draft just sort of pans out. I mean, there's a lot that can obviously happen when people are uh, backed up against the wall, and uh, you know, I think the first couple of rounds could be very interesting just to kind of determine uh, how this draft is really going to go. Yeah, it's funny because it's usually like the first couple rounds where you, you're like, you, if you do like tons of mock drafts and then you see somebody deviate from what you've seen in all the mock drafts, like, oh, wow, oh, shit, what am I supposed to do here? And I think we, we've talked about this in, in other shows where it's like a lot of this is just about adapting, staying calm in the, in the heat of battle where you're like if something doesn't go your way, you know, if a player that you wanted gets picked before you, then you just gotta, you, you gotta adapt to it. And like, not everything can, can go to plan. You know, you can do as many simulations as you want. Like it'll prepare you for the test, but you know, nothing will prepare. It's nothing like the real thing. Like when you have, there's so much that goes into the actual draft that doesn't really happen with mock drafts. You know, you you get the added pressure, first of all, of knowing that you can't go back. You can't just be like, oh well, this doesn't really matter. I'll try I'll do better next time. Like this this team is if you don't do well, then you're stuck with this team, more or less. If you uh, unless you work some wizardry on the waiver wire. But I think that the best drafters and the best fantasy football players really they they have a cool head about them. They have 
they don't only have plan A's, they have plan B's and plan C's and plan D's for players and strategies. And you really, the human element is what makes fantasy football, fantasy football. Adam, I can confirm with just about two minutes to go, we have a full lobby. Woo. Full everybody, lobby. Everybody is here. So I think, I think very quickly before, uh, before this starts, as we are right at two minutes, um, Adam, give about a minute or so to talking about your, uh, your draft philosophy, and then I'll go for a minute. Okay. So I think that my draft philosophy, um, I like running backs, especially in fantasy. It's very important to, to get a, a top running back, especially in the pick that I'm getting. I'm probably going to be getting one of uh, – unless Christian McCaffrey doesn't go first. I'll be getting like Christian McCaffrey, Saquon, Ezekiel Elliott, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara. Those are the top five, the top five running backs that I'm looking at here. Top five running backs that everybody's looking at. And for the first round, going into the second round, I like running backs a fair amount. Um, I think this year, though, the receiver class is pretty is pretty deep, and I like it. I, I'm considering going receiver in the second round as well. I just have to see how, how things go, but I'm a very staunch believer in going running back first. See, I'm in the complete opposite camp. I'm going uh, receiver in the first, and then I'm not really planning for anything in the second round. I think it just kind of depends on who's there. It kind of just depends on how I'm feeling about certain guys in the second round. And if I feel like I have to go receiver, receiver, then, then I think I'm going to be okay. And I, I think I can go ahead and do that given certain guys that'll be there that'll be there later in the draft. Um, but for now, you know, there really is no set plan in terms of what I want to do. Um, I can say it definitely later in this draft, I am going to be targeting guys that have, you know, relatively high upsides, you know, just to kind of fill out my bench. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I really don't have much of a set plan, but um, yeah, we are six, Five, Five, four, four three, three, two, two one. one. Bam. Da, 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 da. There we go. All right, so the draft is in. So now we are yep. anxiously waiting on the first overall pick, and it is, in fact, Christian McCaffrey. What a shock. You know, I was going to say, it's like oh, Mike, the Mike Tyson quote is, uh, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. Yes, that is that is true. Uh, Saquon Barkley goes number two overall. No real surprises now. I am on the, the clock. Uh, first two picks, yes. and Adam is on the clock. I am picking Ezekiel Elliott. You are going to pick Ezekiel Elliott. Okay. So as promised, this is not going to come as much of a surprise. Number four overall, I am going Michael Thomas. Did you uh, did you consider going in any other direction, Adam, besides Ezekiel Elliott? Not really, because I didn't want you coming to my house and murdering me in my sleep. Because if I picked Michael Thomas, then that's probably what would have happened. Okay, Dalvin Cook goes number five. So the first five picks, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Michael Thomas, Dalvin Cook, and now and Alvin. Alvin Kamara goes yep. number six. So the top six pretty much has gone in order, so to speak. And then Derek Henry 
goes number seven. So no real shocks as of yet in this first round. Yeah, it's actually kind of, I mean, this is how it goes usually in, in drafts. You have the, uh, the first couple of picks usually go by pretty quickly where people know, know where they're going. But uh, it's the middle. Ooh, Josh Jacobs going wow. round uh, pick eight. That's, that's an interesting pick. I like that, though. I think that, I mean, I don't know if uh, Josh Jacobs would have been there in the second round for this person. But uh, Josh Jacobs is a great player, though. I, yeah, I mean, I, there's no no disagreement for me. And then, wow, Whoa. oh, here oh, it is. On. Oh my God, here we Hilaire. go. Round one, pick nine. Wow, that's uh, that's a surprise. I mean, I really shouldn't say it's a surprise, but for me, it, it, it's it is a surprise. It's uh, it's something, is what it is. I am I am shocked. I, I don't know. People, you know, we, we've waxed poetic about how much, how overrated Clyde Edwards Hilaire is. I don't feel like wasting any breath on this. Miles Sanders, pick 10. It's a good pick. Yep. It's a very good pick. But uh, you knew that somebody was going was gonna to pick Clyde Edwards Hilaire pretty early, but you, I did not think it was going to be 10th overall. Ninth overall. Or ninth overall. I did not think it was going to – well, I didn't think it was going to be either, frankly. You didn't, think, you didn't think it would be in the top ten. Yeah. No. All right, so we're waiting. Oh, okay, and then Nick Chubb. Round two, pick one. That really sucks because that was one of the guys that I was hoping was going to fall to me. And DeAndre Hopkins, top of the second. Interesting. Very interesting. With Devontae Adams and Julio Jones still on the board. Very, very interesting. All right, so I'm on the clock in five picks, and basically there are five guys that I'm looking at to kind of take with with this next pick. So I'm definitely keeping my fingers crossed here. This pick is, in fact, taking forever. Um, Adam, do you do you agree with that uh, with that Hopkins pick? Not, not really. I'd rather have Devontae or Julio or even Tyreek Hill over DeAndre Hopkins just because of how it's going to be. These are players that are already in good situations. Uh, Austin Eckler, round two, pick three. Interesting. So, yes. Very interesting. What I, was, what I mean is that uh, Devontae and Julio, they're already, they already know their playbook. They already have rapport with their quarterbacks. And I think DeAndre Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins is going to be a slow starter this year. I do think I know who's going here at, at this, uh, this pick. I'll just recap. I mean, it is your brother. Uh, the second round. Yes, it is my brother. <laughs> uh, Nick Chubb went 2-1. DeAndre Hopkins 2-2. Austin Eckler at the 2-3. We are now at the 2-4. And he is taking forever to take Julio Jones who that's who I think he would go with unless it's going to auto and he went with Devonte Adams. Adams god damn it wow Kenyon Drake pick five Ooh. round two that's okay. an interesting pick that is an interesting pick now oh damn it damn it that's what I was gonna go with me too Fuck. I was, I was going to go with Julio. 
if he was there, I was going to go with Julio. Mm. Um, okay, so I'm on the clock. I have Aaron Jones staring me right in the face. I also have Tyreek Hill here as well. And I also have Joe Mixon, but I have Joe Mixon somewhere already. And I also have Travis Kelsey. I think I'm going to go. Oh, this is tough. I'm going to go with Travis Kelsey. Ooh, you know, I was thinking about it. Actually, I was thinking about doing that either in this round or the third round. Well, I'm on the clock now. I have Aaron Jones. I have Chris Godwin here. Tyree Kill, George Kittle. Oh, man. You know, as much as I don't, as much as I'm not like a huge fan of, of him, I think I'm still going to go with, mm, I'm going to go with Tyree Kill. Ooh, wow. This was your bust. You called him a bust and you took him. You know, I think that he might be a bust, but I, the potential's still there. Wow, the the wow. upside's there. I like the upside, though. Wow, 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 wow. Interesting. Okay. Very, very, I'm, I'm shocked. I was too. And Joe Mixon now goes at the 2-9. He was a guy that I was considering, honestly. I was considering Joe Mixon. So we got the last pick here in the second round. We'll recap the second round for you. So it is Nick Chubb at the 2-1. DeAndre Hopkins at the 2-2. Austin Eckler at the 2-3. Devontae Adams at the 2-4. Kenyon Drake at the 2-5. Julio Jones at the 2-6. Travis Kelsey at the 2-7. Tyreek Hill at the 2-8. And Joe Mixon at the 2-9. And then Aaron Jones at the 2-10. I was looking at, I was thinking about Aaron Jones, actually. I think a lot of people were, yeah. honestly. I mean, Aaron, I, was, I, was, I was kind of surprised that Aaron Jones did fall this far a lot of options still available uh chris goblin round three pick one that's a good pick yeah if you could tell me right now that the team who picked number one is going mccaffrey jones godwin it's a good start yeah definitely it's a really definitely. good start so now Mike i'm on the Evans pick is available george kittle kenny galladay dj moore alan robinson adam thielen yeah, there are there are a ton of guys here that I that I that me personally I do like. Um, I mean, there are there, there there really isn't a running back in this range that I would take, so I'll I'll just wait until the next round. So really, it it, it just comes down to, am I going to take what receiver? Am I going to take is kind yeah. of where I'm at because the only other option would be. Mahomes and I'm not I'm not taking I'm not taking a quarterback here. Yes. Mike Evans, wow. Mike Evans okay. round 3 pick 2. All right. I I'm going to pick Allen Robinson. Oh, you son of a bitch. 
Mr. Birdsall is on the clock. The top ranked player available Fuck is you. George Kittle. Fuck you. And then it's Kenny Galladay. Oh God. Um I figured right, this was so, gonna happen. Yeah, so I'm kind of torn in between two. I'm torn between DJ Moore and Kenny Galladay. And I think I'm gonna go with the touchdown upside, and I'm going to go with Kenny Galladay. You know, I was actually wondering now that you mentioned that, what's your like tiebreaker with uh with receivers like that where they're so even where you don't where you can't decide on on who to draft. Um, for me, the the big decider. That's a that's a good question, Adam. Is George Kittle? P- by the way, goes George. Wow. Okay. I pick think. Five. Ooh. Lamar Jackson. Wow. Okay. Round two, pick six. Wow. Round three, pick. Oh, and we got Mahomes back to back. Wow. Round three, pick six for Lamar Jackson. Round three, pick seven for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, wow. To answer your question quick, Adam, before we get into the picking, um, in PPR, it's, it's, it's definitely harder because I think DJ Moore is much safer when it comes to the receptions than Kenny Galladay. But I think Kenny Galladay, at the end of the day, he does take the cake with the, uh, with the touchdowns, despite Adam whatever touchdown regression, regression could come. Yeah, Round three, feeling. pick eight. Yeah. Wow. Does the quarterback right, is, factor is... in, by the way? What's that? Does the quarterback factor in? Oh, With sure the, it does. Yeah. yeah, absolutely does. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's Matt Stafford going up against Teddy Bridgewater, and I think, uh, you know, Matt Stafford definitely has the health concerns, no doubt about it. But, um, you know, I, I think Kenny Galladay, we saw what he did even without Matt Stafford last year. So I, I'm comfortable with taking uh, Kenny Galladay versus DJ Moore, who I'm not going to be with DJ Moore if I did take him uh, in week 13 when he has his bye one week before fantasy playoffs. So that also was a uh, was a definite turnoff for me. Yes. It's funny, bye weeks is one of those things or one of those things where I don't really think about too often until it actually happens. DJ Moore, I think this DJ was Moore. an auto draft thing. It you? was. It was. DJ Moore than Amari Cooper to Ooh. finish out round 3. Robert Woods round 4 and then Devontae Parker Devonte Parker round four pick two holy shit so for those keeping score at home wow it's DJ Moore round three pick nine Amari Cooper round three pick ten Robert Woods round four pick one and then Devonte Parker round four pick two see this is the human element I was talking about this is what it is you got to expect the unexpected yeah yeah for sure I'm surprised. There are a lot of options out there that I would take over Devontae Parker. Um, you have oh, Odo Beckham went round four, pick three. Odo Beckham was one of them. Uh, Juju, Corlin Sutton, Calvin Ridley. Uh, those players are available. Tyrell Lockett's available. Cooper Cup. And then this is the uh, the running back train after after Cooper Cup as far as the rankings are concerned. Yeah, this is this is the range now where I have to take a running back. I, I don't have a choice. And it really comes down to which of the running backs do I like the most. Cooper Cup, Cooper round Cup. four, pick four. And then Juju, round four, pick five. 
I'm surprised Juju let, uh, went oh, went this uh, went this low. Yeah, I guess maybe it's because of the because of the season he had last year. I mean, he's definitely a bounce back candidate, but I, I don't know. Chris Carson, round four, pick six. Jesus Christ, I want that's him. who I was going to go with. Okay, yep. So basically, where I'm at is I have to take a running back, but there's also a few receivers here that I like. If I want to just stack my receiving core, I'm not going to do that though. I'm going to go and I'm going to go safe and I'm going to go draft Melvin Gordon. That's a good, that's a good pick. Oh God. Either it's like, do I take receiver here? Mark Andrews and Zach Ertz are here or do I draft running backs that I'm not crazy about? It's yeah. It comes down to what you need. And if you feel like you need a running back here, then you take the running back. If not, I'm going to take Leonard Fournette here. Ooh. I might regret not taking a tight end like, uh, like Mark Andrews or Zach Ertz, but I mean, tight ends is pretty deep is pretty deep this year. And there's a chance that I might get one of them, uh, in round five. Uh, Calvin Ridley went after me, round four, pick nine. But uh, this this is the time of the draft that gets interesting. You get all the formalities, all the all the easy picks out of the way first, and now this is where this is where it happens. See, and this is where I think that the draft really starts to turn as well because I I like where I'm at. I like the uh, the potential options that are here. Um, but at the end of the day, I really do have a choice to uh, to make, you know, when it comes to uh, to this pick. And there are there are a couple guys that I'm no doubt looking at. One of them being Todd Gurley. Another one being Tyler Lockett, who I'm absolutely considering here. David uh, Johnson. I was, I was considering David Johnson as well, but he just he just went. Yes. Uh, so there there are a ton of directions that I could absolutely go in here. Uh, with this pick when I'm up in uh, in four picks. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. I think da- I, I like the David Johnson pick. I think I would have been more inclined to, t- to think about Lev Bell, but I mean, considering what's going on, what went on like during the scrimmage today, the, uh, the green and white scrimmage at Jets camp, I'm not as confident in Le'Veon Bell. I think it's just it's mind-boggling to me how much Adam Gaze likes Frank Gore more than Le'Veon Bell, or whatever. Keenan Allen to lead off round five. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. He was a guy that I was also considering. This, but, this is a very yeah. interesting spot now. A lot of options here. You have a lot. solid wide receivers. You still have, you have uh, the three and four tight end, and then you have a couple running backs here. Yeah. I, I, I just feel like the, the the obvious pick here when I'm up is to go with a running back. It's just the question it's just a question of which one is gonna be there for me. And how and how risky do I want to be? Ooh, Zach Ertz. Damn it. I was really I was gonna take Zach Ertz, Ooh. actually. That is okay, unfortunate. Well, well, Mark Andrews is there for you if you want him. Yeah, I'm actually really thinking – I think I'm going to take Mark Andrews. 
Interesting. I had him All last right, year. So. I really liked him. So there you go. All right. So I'm up. There's two guys that I'm considering right now. Yep. It's James Conner and it's Todd Gurley. I don't want such Todd Gurley with like a 10-foot pole just Neither because of the I, injuries. But his upside is just tremendous if his knee holds up. <sighs> you know, the, you, have a, you have a degenerative knee condition too. I do. Oh, God. This is really tough. This is really, really, really tough. Um. I mean, if you want to hear you know my what? opinion, I like James Conner more than Todd Gurley. I'm going to swing for the fences. Wow. Well, there you go. Todd Gurley, round five, pick pick four. I'm going to swing for the fences there with, uh, with Gurley. The other issue with Conner was I looked at the bye week, week eight. And I saw that both my starting running backs, Gordon and Connor, both had the same bye week at week week eight. Oh, so well that done. was that yeah. was the ultimate decider for me. That makes more sense. All right, so Cortland Sutton wow. went round five, pick five. Raheem Mostert, round five, pick six. Oy, that's that's a talk about going off board. I mean, geez. And Lev Bell going round five, pick seven. I'm surprised Le'Veon Bell went that went that uh, went that far too. Well, it is your brother, <laughs> Drew. Drew, he he did say that he wanted uh, he did want Le'Veon Bell somewhere. It's not a bad pick. No, James. No, it's Conner, not a bad pick at all. Round five, pick eight. Uh, while we're here, let's just fuck. Mark fuck. Ingram, round five, pick nine. Yeah, that was my that was my backup plan. And then Tyler Lockett, round five, pick ten. So we have Keenan Allen, Zach Ertz, Mark Andrews, Todd Gurley, Cortland Sutton, Raheem Mostert, Le'Veon Bell, James Conner, Mark Ingram, and Tyler Lockett in that order in round five. And now we are beginning round six. Adam, before we, before we yes. get into round six, um, your thoughts on your team after five rounds? I like it. I have, uh, I have two great running backs with good potential. Um, I have two number one receivers here and I have the uh, fourth ranked tight end. So I think, I think I I'm doing pretty well here so far. Yeah. I think my team is either team's going to win a championship or it's going to finish last. Uh, T Y Hilton went round six, pick one. Darren Waller. And Darren Waller round six, pick two. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is something this is getting there. There are a lot of options coming up, and I just I don't know which one I want to go with. This is this is like for a lot of people, this is where you get the depth the depth picks. These guys aren't necessarily starting. I mean, you got probably flexes as well because you have a solid option crop of a wide receivers and running backs. Um, some of the best availables are AJ Brown, Jonathan Taylor, Devin Singletary, Terry McLaurin, Jarvis Landry. DK Metcalf and DJ Chark. Speaking of Terry McLaurin, there he goes. Round six, pick three, and uh, Kareem Hunt as well with uh, DeAndre Swift. So those are some of the players that are there. Um, yeah. Like, what's your? I don't know. 
really isn't much. <laughs> what am I thinking about doing here? Yeah, what are you thinking about doing here? Are you thinking like as far as either running back or receiver or tight end or whatever? I'm thinking about completing my, rece- my receiving trio. And I'm torn between – I see A.J. Brown sitting there. And while I'm not a big fan of A.J. Brown, I think the value is tremendous. We were definitely talking about that. Uh, I think it was last episode where it's like p- players are going to fall, but the value, if you get them pretty low and then you have to take they, them. Yeah. And if they do well for you, then that's good value. So Devin Singletary. Wow. 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 Christ. Devin Singletary. That's not the pick, but Devin Singletary round six pick four. the pick that made me say that was Rob Gronkowski round six Pick five. Wow. Wow. Holy smokes. God, it's like they knew we were recording and they wanted to see us react to something live on air. DK Metcalf, round six, pick six. We're going back to the land of sensible. Okay, so I'm between two guys right now. I'm between Jarvis Landry and between AJ Brown. I'm going to go for the offense I think is better. And that is why I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Jarvis Landry. That's a good pick. I'm a big fan of AJ. I mean, I'm a big fan of Jarvis Landry. I was going to think about him. I'm up now. AJ um, Brown is right there for you. I know. AJ Brown is right there for me. I mm, I like it. I don't, I don't like him. The value's there. I don't think he's going to be there. He's not going to be there for much longer. I'm just going to pounce on it as far as the value is concerned. I'm taking AJ Brown. It's a great value. I was, th- I was thinking about DJ Chark here. Um, DeAndre Swift was there, Kareem Hunt. But um, even regardless about how bad or good the Titans offense is going to be, just getting AJ Brown in the sixth round is pretty solid. Yeah, I think that A.J. Brown pick is is a steal, quite frankly. I mean, even though, like I said, even though I'm not the biggest A.J. Brown fan, that's a, uh, that's a really, really good value. I mean, this is a guy that's not even um, – he's not really – he's not going to be – I'm not relying on him necessarily. He's my wide receiver three in this offense. So. Right. All right, so we got another – Person running down the clock. Or about to auto. <laughs> oh, no. Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. Wow. Very that, interesting. That's a very interesting pick, especially since it doesn't look like he's going to be starting week one for the Colts. No, and Jonathan Taylor um, has had a lot of issues dropping passes as well. So it looks like the, he may not even be seeing the field as a passing downs back, which could be going to Naeem Hines. And then you have Marlon Mack week one. Yeah. Well, I think week that's one starter, what, so. what we were thinking about with the, when you were doing your proje- your projections where you didn't really see a lot for him as far as the receiving yards was, uh, were concerned. I did not. I had that all, I had that all pretty much going to, um, to Dime Hines. So that's pretty nuts. Uh, DJ Chark to finish pick. out round six. That is a pick. great pick. Yeah. I love that. So now, now I'm thinking this probably has to be receiver. Or, uh, excuse me, running back. Uh, the good thing is that 
David Montgomery is one of the one of the top three available running backs here, and there was a pretty optimistic prognosis about his injury that he was. was only going to miss a couple weeks. Yeah, there was of the season. So I think I'm more inclined to look at him. Cam Akers is there as well, who uh, who looks like a solid pick. Uh, DeAndre Swift and Kareem Hunt are also options for me. Um, but basically. At, at this point, you're just like going with the flow and seeing what's going on, what everybody else is doing. Cam Akers, round seven, pick one. I was really thinking about uh, taking Cam Akers here. I was too, if you weren't going to do it. But uh, I can't, I mean, I already picked one player that I didn't, that wasn't high on. I'm not going to pick Ronald Jones the third, or Ronald Jones the second, and just complete my, uh, my team of players that I don't like. <laughs> might as well just pick Tom Brady if we're just going with players I don't like. Yeah, exactly. Will Will, Will Fuller? Fuller. Oof. That's that's an interesting pick. Um, Will Fuller, round seven two, round seven pick two. Uh, I'm on the clock here. I'm definitely looking running back. Um, I I'm gonna go with. I'm going to go with David Montgomery here. Ooh, okay. Going with right. the upside here. He's not like he's my RB3 or flex. So, okay, Ronald Jones, is who you're going with? Yep. That was the guy that was the guy that I wanted. Yep. Well, you knew I wasn't going to pick him. So, works out. I knew I knew you were not. So, Wow. Your brother is an idiot. In the chat. <laughs> Lost the league. There was a, uh, I was working, uh, working the phones here a little bit. Uh, there was a injury that happened in Dallas today. Uh, Xavier Woods has a groin injury. That is of note because that is a starting safety for the Cowboys. Yes. By the way, put two and two together. Yeah. Earl Thomas. Deshaun Watson, round seven, pick five, and Debo Samuel, round seven, pick six. While I'm you were... I think this is where we're going to see a, a heavy, heavy quarterback run. Yes. There are some good quarterbacks here. You have Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson. Uh, just in this spot, just in this general area, I think some people are going to go for him. I, I could tell you right now, I thought about it. I thought about going uh, Kyler Murray uh, with the pick. I took Ronald Jones, but I just said, you know what? There's not a lot of real stud running backs left or potential stud running backs left, and I desperately, desperately needed one. So Tyler Boyd, round seven, pick seven, and then A.J. Green at round seven, pick eight. Oof. Oh, boy. Oh, heart goes out. Yeah, this is this is where the uh, the draft definitely uh, takes a bit of a nosedive, just because now it's like you're throwing you're throwing the rankings that are on the screen sort of out the window, and yeah. you definitely have to go about deciding what you need, when you're going to get it, um, what players are best fitted here. You yep. know, these are, these aren't really big name guys. So Stephon Diggs, 
Well, Dak Prescott went uh, round seven, pick nine. Fuck, I didn't see that. Fuck. And then Stefan Diggs, round seven, pick 10. So we are now in round eight of 17. We're basically at the halfway point. Fuck, fuck, fuck. So really the best quarterbacks on the board here are Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid I'm not getting one. And then after that, it's like 40 spots later with Matt Ryan and then there's Tom Brady, Carson Wentz, Josh well, Allen, think, Drew Brees. I think if this team passes up on a quarterback that's up on the clock right now, it does not have a quarterback. There's only one more team in front of me that, d- that does not have a quarterback, and then it's a clear run to me where I can take Kyler Murray. That's who I want. I want Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. Russell Wilson. All right. God damn it. Round eight, pick one, Russell Wilson, the man of my dreams. All right, this is, this is the team. This is the team where if they don't, if they don't take Kyler Murray, I'm going to get him. My heart is literally going a mile a minute because that's, Michael Gallup that's who I want. Went uh, round eight, pick two, Michael Gallup. So, so th- this is the team. That needs to pick a that needs to not pick a quarterback. As shown by my clear yeah. Marvin yes! Jones Jr. round two or round eight pick three. And now will your brother fuck you over and pick a quarterback? No, he's got Mahomes. Oh. He's got Mahomes. Yeah, the, uh, he's got Mahomes. Next team up has Lamar Jackson. Team after that is Deshaun Watson. So I'm I'm I am getting Kyler Murray pending. Pending a major, major, major surprise. Okay. I think uh, I think Matt might be on a smoke break. <laughs> Matt has picked Marquise Hollywood Brown. Hollywood. Uh, th- this is an interesting crop of players. I think, I mean, not to be a homer or anything, but I'm a, I do like Jamison Crowder here. He's a solid value here, yeah. I might be, I might be looking at uh, taking him, especially since he's probably, he's most likely, almost definitely going to be. Oh available. my god, Deshaun Jackson, <laughs> <laughs> round eight, pick five. Well, is this the same guy that picked Gronk. This is. Oh, I just want to look at this team. Are you taking the piss? Lamar Jackson, Alvin Kamara, Kenyon Drake, Juju Smith-Schuster, Debo Samuel, Deshaun Jackson, Rob Gronkowski, Raheem Mostert. All right, so this team would be okay in 2011. Oh, mm. <laughs> just, uh, oh, Madonna Mia. Julian Edelman, round Perfect. eight, pick six. Fine by me. Kyler Murray, welcome to the squad. I want you somewhere. I will me I will be uh, having my Jets quota and Jameson Crowder, welcome to the squad. There you go. You have you have your one New York Jet. Sam Sammy Boy's favorite target. You see he's growing a beard now. Sammy is? Yeah. Sam wow. Donald growing a beard. Wow, Sammy. Sammy's growing into a man. 
He's only he's only like a year younger than us. He's growing into a man. <laughs> uh, the thing that surprises me at this point is that DeAndre Swift and Kareem Hunt are just sitting there. They have not been taken. Yeah, it's a little bit of a surprise. I mean, for me, it kind of isn't considering DeAndre Swift has been frequently hurt in camp and Kareem Hunt is nothing more than a backup. I mean, they are both in... Oh, speak, speak of the devil. Kareem Hunt. the devil, exactly. Round eight, pick nine. I mean, they're both in timeshares. So that's really the, uh, the thing about them. That's probably why they were staying where they were for as long as they have. But, you know, in the eighth round, that's still solid value. If you, have, if you already have running backs, you're not relying on Kareem Hunt to, to really be a mainstay in your team, then, yeah, go for it if you're, yep. if you're of that mindset. Uh, so your son is still available. My son is still available, yes. This is I'm not, a, going, I'm not yeah. going to take him, though. No, well, not now. Probably not later. No, I'm, later. I'm not, I'm not going to take him at all. Really? No, I'm not. Brandon Cooks finishes out the eighth round. Round eight, pick 10. Hmm. Brandon Cooks. And there are a lot of people that like him. Yep. Well, he definitely has, I mean, he's, he's in an offense with a better quarterback. I'll say that. That is true. Not necessarily a better offense. He just has a better quarterback throwing him the ball. Yes. Well, anybody is better than Jared Goff, maybe with the exception of Jimmy Garoppolo, Marcus Mariota, and Andy Dalton. James White, round nine, pick one. Fuck, fuck, fuck. That's a good pick. That's a solid pick. Fuck me. And then Carson Wentz, round nine, pick two. Oh, wow. Oh, that's rich. Carson Wentz. Okay, well, I'm on the clock. DeAndre uh, Swift. DeAndre Swift is there, but he, like you said, he's been injured through through camp. I mean, this is good value here. Mm, you know what? I'll take him. Interesting. Okay. All right, so I have a couple of things I'm tossing around. I love Deontay Johnson. He is staring me right in the face. But I'm going to go with the safe play. And the safe play here is to handcuff my number one running back with Philip Lindsay. That's a good one. I had to do it. I had to do it. I I don't necessarily love it. I don't necessarily love it. But if something, God forbid, were to happen to Melvin Gordon, I'm covered with Philip Lindsay. So that – that was the move that I, that I had to make. We've talked about it on the podcast at nauseum that if you draft Melvin Gordon, you have to go and draft Philip Lindsay. And I did that. So after your pick, Tariq Cohen, round nine, pick five. And then Darrell Henderson, round nine, pick six. And now your brother is on the clock. Probably downing his third gin and tonic.
that's what we're missing, Adam. I think alcohol. I think we're missing drinks. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Howard, round nine, pick seven, and then Evan Ingram, round nine, pick eight. There's what? no way Deontay Johnson makes it into the tenth round. There's just no way. Well, it's going to be pretty far. You're going to be have to, you're going to have to wait for him because we're in the uh, in the back end. Of the I'm not getting round. him. I'm not getting him. There's just there's absolutely no way in hell that I'm getting uh, Deontay Johnson. You have to go through me and like nine other players. <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting him. So really, it's settling on who else do I want? And my son, my son continues to be an option. Yeah. Well, there's your son. There is Matt Breida. There's J.K. Dobbins. My son being Carry On Johnson. Full yes. disclosure. Carry On Johnson. Matt Breida, J.K. Dobbins, Tevin Coleman, Stone Shepard. John Brown. John Brown. John Brown, round nine, pick nine. And then J.K. Dobbins. Fuck! Round nine, pick ten. Oh, shit. Yeah. I I had a feeling you were looking at it. Yeah, there you go. Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson. Yeah, and the the guy that picked uh, Deontay Johnson is a Steelers fan, too. Yeah, well. Brian Corcoran, who appeared on the Basement Talk podcast, Quizitational. Go check that out. Very cool. Innocent plug. So now, um, do you have a tight end? I don't even remember. Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Oh, that's actually, yeah. Yeah, so my team right now is looking like Kyler Murray, Melvin Gordon, Todd Gurley, Michael Thomas, Kenny Galladay, Jarvis Landry, Travis Kelsey, Ronald Jones, Philip Lindsay. And my team right now is Ezekiel Elliott, Leonard Fournette, Tyreek Hill, Allen Robinson, um, A.J. Brown, Mark Andrews, De- uh, David Montgomery, Jameson Crowder, and DeAndre Swift. And while I was doing that, Tyler Higby went round 10, pick two. So there we go. Very, very interesting. As my son continues to stand there and smile and hopefully wait for him to come around to his father. Or... I could someone to take him and break my heart. Yeah. Well, no, you're you're after me in this round. Yeah. So, so I'd be stealing him from you. I'd be stealing your handcuff. Yes. I'll I'll, I'll put it to you right now. If if Carry On Johnson makes it to me, I'm taking him. Well, I figured. Yeah. If Carry On makes it to me, I I will most certainly take him. Because he's your son. He is my son. And I love all my children equally. Fuck no. Ooh. No. Carry on Johnson, round 10. No! Pick three. No, 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 my son. Well, that's unfortunate. No, it's okay. It's, it's, it's all right. Because I don't, need, I don't need a running back right now. Well, I'll tell you what. There are some so it solid, kind of protects me for myself. There are some solid wide receiver options here. Matt Breida. And then Josh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Joshy Poo. That's another one of my sons. Uh, you have Stone Shepherd, Christian Kirk, Golden Tate, Preston Williams, Mr. Anderson, Robbie Anderson, and Darius Slayton. That's uh, and Harry Ruggs the third, as well here at wide receiver, and then uh, Zach Moss and Tevin Coleman at running back. But at this point, I think I'm going to be going wide receiver, just because, um, yeah. Stoning Shepard, there we go. Because I, I did went running back with my uh with my last pick. I kind of want to even stuff out here. 
All right, here we go. One of my one of my favorite home run plays. Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs the third. Uh ooh. For this one, I am going to go with Christian Kirk. Interesting. Interesting selection, Mr. Caster. Why do I whenever you say that, I feel like I did something hor- horrendously wrong. No, I think Christian Kirk is fine. <laughs> there are also just a lot of guys that I'm looking at right now. It's kind of driving me nuts. Ooh, I really hope nobody takes my hit. No, I'm on. I'm before you, so I'm basically saying this in the wind. I hope nobody takes my handcuff. Tony, Tony Pollard? Pollard. Yeah. Well, we're about to find out. Screaming into the void. Jerry Judy. Is- I'm really thinking about taking Alexander Madison. Round 10, pick nine. Who, uh, who took Dalvin Cook here? Jerry Judy. Yep, Jerry Judy. Interesting. Wow. All right, we got a little bit of a run on uh, receivers. Indeed. So, how are you feeling about your team now? Now that we're at round ten of seventeen, um, I like it. Ooh, CD Lamb, round ten, pick ten. Fuck! Oh my god! <laughs> oh man, I, I was hoping to get CD. Shit. Um, I, I like my team. I think my team is. It's got a lot of potential, but I think there's a lot of potential downside with this team as well. So it it definitely is something that I'm concerned about, but I think my team is all right. Zach Moss leading off the 11th round. I like my team also. I, it's pretty interesting um, there, there's a bit of risk involved here with players like um, A.J. Brown, uh, David Montgomery, Tyreek Hill. But, you know, I think if I, if I draft well, then there you go. All right, so there, you there's my guy. Alexander Madison, and I will be drafting my handcuff, Tony Pollard. All right, so that opens me up to do essentially whatever I want to do. Um, I think I'm going to go see now Tevin Coleman is staring me right in the face. Yeah. But I I don't think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to go with. go with a home run sort of pick here at receiver. See how it pans out. I'm going to go with Darius Slayton, a guy that I had in my top 30. That's an interesting pick here. I, th- I think that David Darius Slayton definitely has that touchdown upside just because he's Danny, Daniel Jones's favorite target in the offense. Yep. And it's a it's definitely a solid pick. I like it. And he he's one of the only guys there that has proven to be consistently healthy. We saw Golden Tate 
miss a couple games last season due to suspension and then health-related issues. Same with Sterling Shepard and same with Evan Ingram. So if that if that does repeat its course, Darius Slayton could be a uh, a nice little value uh, pick here in the eleventh round. See what I'm thinking about for this for my pick in the in round eleven. I'm definitely looking quarterback because I just don't I don't have one, <laughs> and. There are players here that I – there are some good quarterbacks still on the board. Uh, Antonio Gibson went round 11, pick six. Uh, Hunter Henry my favorite went sleepers too. round 11, pick five. And then Hayden Hurst, round 11, pick seven. So, there you go. And like I was saying, there's some good quarterbacks on the board here. Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford, Matt Ryan, Tom Brady. Not to, I'm not picking Tom Brady, but I'm just saying. These these guys are on the board here. You would never. I would ne- never. You want you want you want to see me just keel over? You oh. would pick Tom Brady right now. Good. Tom Brady already got picked. I don't have to worry about that. Man, it have been so good for ratings. And then uh, Justin Jefferson. So Tom Brady went round eleven, pick eight. Justin Jefferson went round eleven, pick nine. And now Jared Cook, round eleven, pick ten. So. This is uh, it's looking interesting. I think that it's another tight end run. Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, there are a fair amount of tight ends here. I was trying to see. Noah Fant, T.J. Hawkinson are still available. Uh, there's some good wide receivers here as well. Uh, Curtis Samuel, Robbie Anderson. Ooh, Dam- Damian Harris. That's an interesting one. Round. So Adam, you are one. you are one of two teams that does not have a starting quarterback. Well. I think I will be changing that in this round. Fairly shortly. Fairly shortly. Who are uh, who are you looking at? You looking at uh, Matty Ryan? You looking at Drew Brees? Um, either. Matt I'm not Ryan. taking. I'm not taking quarterback. So you're you're talking to the wind. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm thinking about either Matty Ice. Uh, Aaron Rodgers looks interesting here. Um, Matt Stafford as well. Not Drew Brees. I, that's your boy. I know. I like Drew Brees. But it's just like, you know, I have to take a backup then. I have to worry about a backup. I have to worry about outdoor Drew Brees. I think at this point, with the exception of Matt Ryan, you're looking at backups for all these quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, I think it's what happens when you, uh, when you wait this long. Oh, my goodness. Austin your boy, Hooper. it's your boy. So Austin Hooper went round 12, pick two, and then my boy, Chris Herndon, round 12, pick three. Your boy. It, it's your boy, Chris Herndon. You know, I think mm, you're right, though. I will have to worry about backups for all of these. But I like... I think my top three here, like I said, is Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, and Matt Stafford. Okay. And it's all about upside here. Uh, Golden Tate. Oh, my Oh my God. Oh, boy. Here we go. So, Golden Tate went round 12, pick four. <laughs> and then Justin Tucker. Round 12. I want to call the SWAT five. team, please. Oh, man. 
you can't tank in a redraft league. There's nothing you there's nothing to gain from it. There's nothing to play for. There's nothing to play for by taking a kicker in the twelfth round. Unless you're trying to start a kicker run. Although it's a diversionary tactic. That's what this is. Yes, it is. Sticking his neck out on the line, try and get other people to be as stupid as he is. Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson. All right. Well, I no was going to go a different direction, but because he's here, I'm just going to take Tevin Coleman. That's good value, though. Tevin, Tevin Coleman, Coleman in the 12th round. Yeah, and, and I, could, I could use a, uh, a running back with a little bit of upside, and Tevin Coleman can most certainly be that. So I, I'm pretty happy with the value. Yeah. All right. So this is the big, the big choice for me. Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford, or Matt Ryan. I also have Drew Brees and Big Ben in my queue, but I'm probably not going to be looking at them at this, at this point. These, I, mm, I'm going to go with, Matt Ryan. Good pick. Good pick. He was I, he's probably the only guy there that you could say you can draft one quarterback and you won't have to worry about it. It's I was you know what? I was try I think I was thinking my I was like thinking myself out of this because I was like, but Aaron Rodgers is there. I was like, well, it's not Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. Well, if you wanted to take Aaron Rodgers in the next round, go double up on quarterback, you can. What a solid that would be a, a solid tandem. I and I think you could do it. I, I probably Honestly. will. It's not a bad idea. And there are See, a couple guys is, I'm looking at in, in the next this round. This is the fun thing. This is the nice thing about drafting with somebody else where you can like talk through things. It's not, Isn't it lovely? You're not like alone with your thoughts. Isn't it lovely? It well, is. You have your, your imaginary friend that will return from when you were five. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, Preston <laughs> Williams... Went round 12, pick nine. Uh, we are really powering through this draft. Uh, I'm a big fan. I am too, I got to say. But uh, good pick on Preston Williams. This is a guy that... There's uh, your boy. Uh, Drew Brees. Makes sense. Was he the other guy that uh, doesn't have a quarterback? That was the other team. That's an interesting pick, though, to have Drew Brees as your number one. He's definitely going to have to invest in a good backup. I have it in my um, one of my other leagues. I have Drew Brees as my number one. I didn't get him until round 13. Well, that's basically where he got him here. Round 12, pick 10. Yeah. Yeah, that's where this is exactly where I got him because I was the number one pick in that league. So, no, sorry, it's number two. Number two pick in that league. So then I, got, I got him at the 13 too. I mean, he could have picked him in the thirteenth round just for semantics because he has this—he has the turn. AJ, AJ Dillon. Dillon. All right, he's handcuffing Aaron Jones. Okay. Handcuffing Aaron Jones. Smart. All right, Noah Fant. Oh round my 13, god. Pick two, and I will be drafting Mister Rogers with my thirteenth round pick, and now you are on the clock. I'm really annoyed. Well, we got some names here. I'm really, really, really f- 
fucking annoyed. Robbie Anderson, Emmanuel Sanders, Curtis Samuel, Latavius Murray, Miko Hardman, Mike Williams, TJ Hawkinson, and Matt Stafford are some are some notables. Also, Jalen Rieger, who uh, came down with an injury today. Marlon Mack went uh, was your pick, round thirteen, yep. pick four, and then yep. Mr. Anderson, round thirteen, pick five, and then oh god. The Bills' defense, round 13, pick six. If Marlon Mack is going to be the starter. That's true. It's not, it's not bad. I like it. At this, this late, I like Marlon Mack. Emmanuel Sanders, round 13, pick seven. He was the other guy I was considering. It was between Marlon Mack and Emmanuel Sanders. Latavius Murray, round 13, pick eight. Steelers D, Round 13, pick nine. Oh, boy. We're going on a run. Potential. Please go on a run. Yeah, I know. Save all for the rest of us. Keyshawn Vaughn, round 13, pick 10. Oh, boy. This, uh, this is an interesting draft class here. A lot of interesting names that are Still left also. I personally, let me see if I can even say, well, I'm not even going to say who I want to pick because I'm sure you're going to pick him before me. Because he, I want to go wide receiver here and I'm almost positive that he's not going to last. Harrison Butker, well, well, first. Who's who's the guy? Because I'm I'm not going wide receiver. Curtis Samuel. Yeah, that's not the guy I was going to be going for. Uh, so TJ Hawkinson went round 14, pick one, Harrison Butker round 14, pick two, and then Niners D round 14, pick Christ three. That's what this is. That's the name of the game. It is. But, uh, yeah, I'm definitely looking Curtis Samuel. I mean, being still being here. I think it is a real is nice. I think it's good it's a value. Good value. It's a really good value. I'm surprised. I think basically I need okay, Miko Hardman. It's a good pick. I need these next two uh people to pass on Curtis Samuel and then he's mine. Depending I don't take him. I'm but I'm not going to. Yeah. Well that's why I already counted you out because you knew you were gonna take him. Uh Patriots D. Round 14, pick five. I don't know. I think the Patriots D isn't going to be as good as it was last year. It's a Patriots defense. You can never, you can never count them out. I am, I am going to go for a receiver here. But it's, it's not Curtis Samuel. I told you I would not take Curtis Samuel. I'm keeping my word on that. I am not taking Curtis Samuel here. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't even be too mad at you if you didn't or if you did. But I appreciate you, uh, you being honest and uh, forthright with me about that. But I would get I would get absolutely roasted if I did take uh, Curtis Samuel for going back on my on my word. But I think I can wait on this guy though. I think I can wait on him just because Ravens D round fourteen pick six. All right, um, forgive me for doing this. You are picking Curtis Samuel. No, I'm not. Okay. I'm trying to start a run. I'm going to take Will Lutz. All right. Well, it's not going to be me. 
Curtis Samuel, welcome to the squad. <laughs> I'm hoping I'm hoping to start a little uh, little kicker run. So maybe my guy will uh, will fall back to me. I, I I doubt it, but we'll see. Some interesting defenses still left. Uh, yeah, that's uh, the defenses. I'm not even going to sniff at until the 17th round. That's just that. That's where I'll be looking at defenses. I'm not really interested in any of these defenses, honestly. Bears D round 14, pick nine. I know. Well, you know, I'll tell you. I am looking at kicker in in round 15, and you're actually going to like my pick. Greg Leg. Yeah, it's Legatron. Why not Robbie Gold? Because the Cowboys' offense is better. Fair. Fair. We do have a much better quarterback than the 49ers have. You didn't need me to tell you that. Johnny Smith. It's a good pick. 14 pick 10. That is a really good pick. That's a good value pick. And that's his first tight end, too. Yeah. His first tight end. Wow. All right. So it's a bold uh, strategy, Cotton. (laughs) At the end of the draft here, what I think we'll do is we'll go through all the teams. We'll talk about them. We'll talk about what they have, what they don't have, and we'll give grades for each team. That sound good? Sure, let's do that. Perfect. As we are just getting the 15th round underway. I got, I got to say, the more and more I'm looking at my team, the more and more I'm kind of liking it. I like my team also. Dallas Goddard, round 15, pick one. Every Zach Ertz owner's worst nightmare. Yes. Dallas Goddard. Catch a, catches a touchdown, sees it's a big white guy and realizes it's not Zach Ertz. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a You're minute. Not... <laughs> That's 88. That's not 86. You're an imposter. <laughs> imposter. <laughs> Matt Prater, round 15, pick two, and I will be picking Legatron. Greg Zerline. Nice. Okay, so I'm going with one of my deep sleepers at the receiver position from the Chicago Bears, Mr. Anthony Miller. That's a good pick. That is a good pick. I was going to do it in the last round. I was hoping to start a little kicker run. I kind of did, kind of, in the lead-up to my pick, and I am the proud owner of Anthony Miller. Well, there you go. Um, I'm just looking at uh, some of my buys right now. The last four picks, I have three guys with week 11 buys. <laughs> yeah, week 10 is going to be killer for me. Yeah, week 10 is going to be killer for me too. Travis Kelsey, Todd Gurley. Matt Ryan. That's pending, That's pending of course, that Todd Gurley makes it there. <laughs> yeah. Matt Ryan, Zeke Elliott, Tyreek Hill, Legatron, and Tony Pollard. Week 11 is not going to be great for me either. <laughs> Allen Robinson. Oh and Hopefully David I don't play you week 11 or week 10. Yeah. Hopefully James I don't play Carter. you week 10. I want to play you. I want to play you when we have uh, full strength squads. So Anthony Miller went after me. Round 15, pick four. Mike Williams, round 15, pick five. Mike Gesicki, round 15, pick six. Robbie Gold, round 15, pick seven. Matt Stafford, round 15, pick eight. This is a phenomenal value pick. Larry Fitzgerald, round 15, pick nine. Colts D, 
round 15, pick 10. And I I am such a big fan of that Matt Stafford pick in round great 15. Value. That is incredible value. It's a really good value. But uh, just just looking here, this is really where if you don't have a defense, Big Ben, round 16, pick one, you're really looking at either defense or just deep, deep sleepers. Jimmy G going uh, round 16, pick two. Some deep sleepers here. Um, you have Chase Edmonds, Rashad Perriman. Oh, wow. Rashad Perriman, round 16. Speaking of the devil. Three. Speaking of the devil, Rashad yes. Perriman. Rashad Perriman. I personally, I I'm going with with a bit of a sleeper here, uh, at 16. I'm probably going to go defense, uh, round 17. Vikings D round 16 pick four. Brian Edwards. That's a re- that's a deep sleeper sort of pick. And a lot of people out of Raiders camp have been raving about Brian Edwards. Uh, one thing that surprises me is that Naeem Hines is not available, nor is Justin Jackson. Or, I mean, they're, they, they are They have available. not been taken. They have not been taken. That's, that's what I meant. Well, so I'm, tor- I'm, I'm torn between two. I'm torn between Naeem Hines and I'm torn between Chase Edmonds. I, well, same thing. Naeem Hines, Dustin Jackson, and Chase Edmonds are, is my, uh, my three-way tie. Yeah, I think it really comes down to who do I see potentially being the lead dog, and that, for me, is Mr. Chase Edmonds. Ooh, I was looking at him. Uh, Kaimi Fairbairn uh, was picked before Chase Edmonds, round 16, pick six, and then Chase Edmonds, 16, pick seven, and I am up. I am going to pick Naeem Hines. I'm a bit, I'm a fan of Naeem Hines here just because of the uh, the PPR value yep. that he brings to the table. He has a guarantee, like almost a guaranteed spot in this Colts offense, even when uh, Jonathan Taylor comes in because Jonathan Taylor doesn't catch the ball out of the backfield. So that's where Naeem Hines shines. Well, he hasn't done it yet. Yeah. And now it's all defenses, all defense all the time. Pretty much. Pretty much. Harris yeah. Campbell, right. 16-9. Trying to see if – all right, so one team has – you need a defense. I need a defense. Saints D, 16-10. Yeah, every team has a defense besides uh, you and I. Oh, well. Oh, God, I don't, know what's de- I don't know what defense to pick. This is a – picking your defense is always the hardest decision in any draft. I know what mine is, so you just better not take mine. Let's see who they're playing week one. Oh, mm. Jake Elliott, 17-1. You're on the clock, sir. Oh, crap baskets. 
Got the Broncos playing the Titans week one Monday night. Chargers playing the Bengals. Yeah, I was thinking about the uh, about the Chargers here. That's who I was thinking about. Definitely thinking about that. I am going to pick which team is this. I'm picking the Chiefs defense. They're playing Jacksonville Ooh. week one. No, they're playing the Texans week one. Oh, that's right. Wait, what the hell is this? They're playing the Texans week one. Oh, well, whatever. All right, I'll well, you didn't it. pick mine. I'm taking the Eagles defense. They play the Redskins week one. Well, there you go. Or the Washington football team. Pardon me. Well, sorry for, uh, you know, why didn't they show you the schedule when you look at it? When you actually look at the team? That's fair. You should write a complaint to uh, Matthew Barry. I will. Hit him up on Twitter. Like he's really, he's really, he's really good at handling uh, people who are uh, suggest- suggestive on Twitter. Yeah, definitely. Of course, referring to the little spat that he had on Twitter last year with Michael Fabiano of NFL Network. Well, I think that even though they're playing the Texans, I don't think it's going to be that. It's not going to be like a blowout or a shootout per se. You never know. Justin, Adrian Peterson, Justin Jackson. And now we wait. Until we get to go and look at each team. Boston Scott. Matt Gay. Matt Gay. Come on, two more, two more picks, and then we get to talk about these teams. There we go, Sony Michelle. Yep, it's actually a good pick there, Sony Michelle in seventeenth round. Yes, and then Zane Gonzalez. There we go, done deal. It is over. It is finally, finally over. Okay. So now let's go to the ESPN homepage. And let's go to my squad. Let's go immediately to the waiver wire. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you want to talk about our squads first, and then we'll go talk about the rest of the teams? Yes. All right. So you want to start, or you want me to start? Um, you could start. That's fine. Okay. So I have Kyler Murray, Melvin Gordon, Todd Gurley, Michael Thomas, Kenny Galladay, Jarvis Landry, Travis Kelsey, Ronald Jones, Eagles D, Will Lutz, Philip Lindsay, Henry Ruggs, Darius Slayton, Tevin Coleman, Marlon Mack, Anthony Miller, and Chase Edmonds. So my team is Matt Ryan, Ezekiel Elliott, Leonard Fournette, Tyreek Hill, Allen Robinson, A.J. Brown, Mark Andrews, David Montgomery, Chiefs defense, Legatron, Greg Zerline. Jamison Crowder, DeAndre Swift, Christian Kirk, Tony Pollard, Aaron Rodgers, Curtis Samuel, and Naeem Hines. I think when it comes to... Oh, you know when we're playing each other? Week two. Week two? Yeah. With full-strength teams? Love that. So we'll talk about my team 
really quick and then we'll go to yours. And I just want to, I want to hear your honest thoughts, Adam. Mm -hmm. I think my team is pretty good. I, I really do. I think the only real question that I have is it Todd Gurley really holds the keys to this team. If his knee is not right, then we have a massive problem because I am pretty thin at running back. But if the knee is fine and he holds up, then I think this team could potentially win me a championship. Yeah, I I really like this team. I like the pick of Travis Kelsey. I was looking at him um, when when he went in like the the second or third round. Um, yeah, the running back depth is kind of, is a bit of a of an I wouldn't say it's an it's an issue per se because you have some solid players at running back, but uh, but they have to pan out. Yes, they definitely have to pan out. Yeah, um, I give I give this team a B plus. For me. Yeah, I, I'd agree with you. I give it like a B plus. All right. So now let's go to your team, Adam. And I tell you what, I, I think if I'm being honest with you, I think your team is a little top heavy and then yeah. it drops off a little bit. But overall, I think you have, I think you have a pretty safe team where the ceiling is good but the floor is very good and it really just comes down to honestly again for you it's it's really the same thing it comes down to what do you get out of your running backs where you have Fournette and Montgomery so if you're dealing with injuries at those two running back spots your next best option off the bench is DeAndre Swift yeah and then you're consider then you have to play a receiver at your flex so you're, pre- you're pretty much in the same boat as I am, where you're hoping and praying that your, the two of your three main running backs are going to be healthy. Yeah, I, yeah. I kind of, looking back on it, I probably should have gone running back a bit more. I don't think it's a bad team by any stretch, but I think that there, there definitely is improvement that can be had in the running back area. I'll get this team a B minus. I think it's a very, very solid team. Yeah. I, with I some it, question marks. I mean, I, I give it like a B. I like it. I mean, I, I like the, the, the potential that my team has. Um, that that, that yeah. I will say, yes, is that your team does have a lot of potential. Absolutely. But uh, it's all a matter of just fulfilling it, basically. Pretty much. So let's just go through the rest of the teams here really quick. And then we'll uh, we'll call it a night here because we do have to uh, get this up relatively quickly. So let's go to uh, this team. I'll just read them off, and then we give them a letter grade. Uh, we got Drew Brees, Christian McCaffrey, Aaron Jones, Chris Godwin, Keenan Allen, DJ Chark, Janu Smith, David Johnson, Saints D, Jake Elliott, Cam Akers, Brandon Cooks, James White, CeeDee Lamb, Zach Moss, AJ Dillon, Dallas Goddard. I get this team an A minus. Yeah, I think it's a pretty solid team. I think that that this team, what I like about it is it has very safe floor in the starting lineup. It's protected on the bench with very safe guys, along with handcuffs in the instance of Aaron Jones with AJ Dillon. You have an upside play in Zach Boss. You have a safe floor play with James White. 
Cam Akers as well can pan out if he is the guy in L.A. I think this team is a very, very good team. I, I, I really do. So I, it's, it's an A-minus for me. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I agree with you here. I, I really do like this team, uh, especially Chris McCaffrey and Aaron Jones and, and the depth that he, uh, this person has a running back. Um, I like that. I like the Keenan Allen pick, especially since he's going to be his wide receiver too. He's not completely, completely relying on him. And like getting DJ Chark as a wide receiver three is very, very solid. So next team up we have Carson Wentz, Saquon Barkley, Joe Mixon, Mike Evans, Calvin Ridley, Will Fuller, Zach Ertz, Jonathan Taylor, Bears D, Matt Prater, Kareem Hunt, Jerry Judy, Alexander Madison, Preston Williams, Noah Fant, Paris Campbell, and Jarek McKinnon. Outside of the – this is a very top-heavy team. Very, very, very top-heavy. Um, outside of Barkley, Mixon, Evans, Ridley, and Ertz, there's really not much here. I give this team a C-. minus. Uh, I'm not going to be that harsh. Mm-hmm. I, I give this team a C because I like – I like Jerry Judy here. Um, I like Noah Fant as tight end depth. If he ends up doing really well, then you can definitely put Noah Fant at tight end and have Zach Ertz as a flex potentially. Um, I mean, it's a bit weird to do that. Unconventional. It's I would weird, say, but it's unconventional. Yeah. But I, I, I've seen people do it. Um, and then I think this person is really going to be looking if there are, if God forbid something happens to their team injury wise, then they're going to be looking at the at the fab, the free agent budget. It's going to be it's going to be dwindling. I will say that if things if something does happen to Dalvin Cook or Nick Chubb, this team is in a very good position. Yes, with Kareem Hunt definitely. and Alexander Madison. So okay. let's go to the next team. We got Deshaun Watson, Dalvin Cook, Chris Carson. Julio Jones, Cortland Sutton, DK Metcalf, George Kittle, Julian Edelman, Raves D, Kaimi Fairbairn, Tariq Cohen, Sterling Shepard, Hunter Henry, Duke Johnson, Robbie Anderson, Mike Williams, and Adrian Peterson. I give this team a B plus. I think it's a very solid team. The starting lineup is very good. The bench is pretty good. A lot of safe guys on, on the bench. Uh, he protects himself a little bit with Kittle in case something happens to him with Hunter Henry. You have Tariq Cohen, who can very easily step in and be your week one flex if David Montgomery is not ready to go. I, I think it's a very, very solid team. B plus. Yeah, I give a, I give this team a B plus as well. Uh, I like Deshaun Watson here. Um, I like Dalvin Cook and Chris Carson. Julio Jones is a great pick. Uh, I like the wide receivers a, fa- a lot in this team. Um, I think that even if David Montgomery is good to go. I like Tariq Cohen uh, potentially as a week one flex just because he's going to get, he is the passing uh, back in this offense. And then having Hunter Henry as uh, you're basically, you have two top 10 tight ends here with George Kittle and Hunter Henry. So I, I'm a big fan of, uh, of that drafting philosophy here. I can't wait what to say about this next team. Lamar Jackson. Alvin Kamara, Kenyon Drake, Juju Smith-Schuster, Debo Samuel, Deshaun Jackson, Rob Gronkowski, Raheem Mostert, 
Bills D, Justin Tucker, Darrell Henderson, Josh Allen, Antonio Gibson, Patriots D, Mike Kosicki, Brian Edwards, Justin Jackson. This is an F. Uh, I, I was going to say a D. This is, on, I mean, on paper, if you, don't know, if you didn't know where this person drafted these players, then it's a bit better. But since we were in the draft and we knew, it's just like, oh, geez, where these players were being picked. It's like, what the hell is going on? I was, I'm not a big fan of how early uh, Gronk was taken, how early Deshaun Jackson was taken. Um, there are, outside of Lamar Jackson and Justin Tucker, this team is, is a lot of question marks in their starting this, lineup. This team is a car crash after round two, round three. Yeah. After he took Kamara, Kenyon Drake, I would even say after round two because then he went Lamar Jackson round three and then Juju round four. And then after that, it just the wheels just sort of fell off. Uh, yeah, this is this is an F team for me, and this is this is a bad team. This well, is a bad, 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 bad team. On the bright side, you know who you're playing week one. This is true. It is this team. Thank goodness, and hopefully that uh, Tampa Bay uh, New Orleans game is not a hundred and something combined points, yeah. or it can be as long as Alvin Kamara's not getting the ball. Um, so let's go to the next team. Uh, what team are we going to? Okay, we'll go to this one. Uh, so we got Tom Brady, Josh Jacobs, Austin Eckler, Adam Thielen, Odo Beckham, Terry McLaurin, Evan Ingram, James Conner, 49ers D, Matt Gay, AJ Green, Marvin Jones, Carrion Johnson, Chris Herndon, Latavius Murray, Matthew Stafford, Rashad Perryman. I give this team as a C. I think that this team, again, is very top heavy. And on the bench there is not a lot i think aj green is risky but if he's healthy he should be fine but on top of that i think the one area where this team needs to strengthen is just the overall depth and i think it'll be okay but i i i get this team a c i'm not crazy about the tight end situation here because you have two injury prone tight ends in uh, Evan Ingram and Chris Herndon. That's a good point as well. I like the I like the quarterback situation as much as I hate Tom Brady. I mean, he still puts up points. He's still the and, goat, you mean? No. Uh, and the, uh, the late round pick of Matthew Stafford is like one of the big value moves of the draft. But um, the, top two, the top three wide receivers are nice. But after that, I'm just not all that crazy about it. So in the next team, we have Dak Prescott, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Mark Ingram, DeAndre Hopkins, DJ Moore, Devontae Parker, Darren Waller, Michael Gallup, Steelers D, Harrison Butker, John Brown, Tyler Higbee, Justin Jefferson, Austin Hooper, Larry Fitzgerald, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Sony Michelle. I get this team a D only because this team has three running backs, and that is a major problem. Oh, wow. Yeah. Three running backs. That is a big problem. Period. Wow. Yeah. How did that, I not notice that? that especially is... with Clyde, Mark Ingram, and Sony Michelle, all three guys that have question marks attached to them. Yeah, this is uh this is a D team for me. Yeah. Not a big fan. I like the receivers though. 
Yeah. Well, at what cost, as they say. At what cost? Yes, exactly. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a shocker. So then we'll go to, I'm trying to think what other teams. Okay, we have two more teams. So we got Russell Wilson, Miles Sanders, Nick Chubb, Amari Cooper, Robert Woods, Tyler Lockett, Jared Cook, T.Y. Hilton, Colts D, Zane Gonzalez, Stephon Diggs, J.K. Dobbins, Deontay Johnson, Damian Harris, Keyshawn Vaughn, T.J. Hawkinson, and Ben Roethlisberger. This is a B team. This is a B team. This is a solid, a solid gets. I like the floor with this team. I think that there are a ton of guys that provide immediate value, especially in the starting lineup. I think when you go quarterback to flex, I think those are all very startable guys. And then on your bench, you have Stephon Diggs, who you can absolutely start on a week-to-week basis. You have J.K. Dobbins, who could very easily pan out. Deontay Johnson, who could very easily pan out. Keyshawn Vaughn as well. Those are three guys with, immense ceilings plus tj hawkinson and tj hawkinson as well and you you know you have jared cook in there so that could very easily change where if tj hawkinson breaks out he becomes your starting tight end so i think it's a very 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 solid team here yeah i'm a big fan of this team too i i think it is a b plus team just because Mm, of uh of the depth that this team has i mean a team where stefan diggs is on the bench he's not starting like that's that's a solid team here that is yep. definitely a solid team. And then we get to the Matt Birdsall team. We have. I figured you were saving him for last. Of course. Patrick Mahomes, Derrick Henry, Le'Veon Bell, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, Tyler Boyd, Hayden Hurst, Devin Singletary, Vikings D, Robbie Gold, Marquise Hollywood Brown, Jordan Howard, Matt Breida, Golden Tate, Emmanuel Sanders, Miko Hardman, and Boston Scott. C plus. C plus for me. Uh, no, I take that back. I'll give, this, I'll give this team a B minus. I'll give them the B minus. Um, I think it's the same as we talked about with the last team. I think the quarterback to flex, very solid group of guys. Bench, you have a, a wide receiver that can break out in Marquise Brown. You have some safe floor guys at running back with Jordan Howard and Matt Breida. You also have Boston Scott there. And I think the receivers that you have on your bench as well, when it comes to Golden Tate, very safe PPR guy, Emmanuel Sanders with playing with Drew Brees could be very good as well. And Miko Hardman, if he, if he is the number two receiver this year for Kansas City, what does that look like? So I think this is a B-minus team. I think it's a very, very solid team where this team is contending for, for a potential championship. Yeah, I think this is this is like around the uh, the B plus the B minus C plus range. Um, I like the depth here at wide receiver. Um, the depth of running back is pretty is pretty solid. It's nice of him to get the the tandem of Jordan Howard and Matt Breida because we don't really know how that's really going to work. If it's going to be like an even split, fifty fifty, or uh, Matt Breida is going to get more uh, touches, or Jordan Howard is going to get more touches. Um, and I think that if Devin Singletary does pretty well, I think that he can definitely slot in ahead of Le'Veon Bell, just because if the, the whole running back controversy with the Jets, uh, bleeds into the, the regular season, then you're going to be seeing Le'Veon Bell, uh, dropping down, uh, depth charts in fantasy leagues. And it's good to have the, uh, the depth there. 
And I like the sleeper of uh, of Boston Scott also that that he picked pretty late in this in the draft. So yeah, overall, you know, B minus C plus sort of team. Crazy ass draft, Adam. Crazy ass draft. It's finally done though. Yes. Well, this was this was phenomenal. I had a lot of fun doing this, and I hope that our listeners had a lot of fun uh, listening to us do this because really, this is one of those things where it only happens once a year. You got to make the most of it, and I think that we that we really did. See you next year. Yes. Okay. Sorry that this wasn't uh, full of mariachi bands. Thank you for listening to this very special episode of the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. You can find all episodes under the Basement Talk Podcast umbrella at App Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Please listen to all of our previous episodes where we discuss teams and players in depth as far as uh, positions and projections and things of that nature when you prepare for your fantasy drafts leading into the season, which is unbelievably only two weeks away. Unbelievably. But regardless, for my co-host, Ed Birdsall, I'm Adam Caster, and we will talk to you next time on the Basin Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. Bye-bye.